Welcome everybody to episode seven. Wow, already episode yeah. seven, Avik. Man, we we wilding right now. I know. We going two deep. episodes a week have been going well, and in this episode we don't have a special guest today. Um, this is actually a rare occasion. We normally would have guests, but we just fi- uh, we just figured out we just you know throw some heat out here. Another podcast, you know. We were, uh, I kind of generated some inspiration from making good spaghetti from Alex and David of this um, whole music, little genre of um, the state of music and whatnot. And we just wanted to discuss sort of our favorite albums from one of our favorite artists we grew up with, uh, in my opinion, one of the best rappers, if not top two hip hop artists you name it, pop, culture, vulture, I don't care what you call them. Drake, 2010. <laughs> hey, the oh six. Oh, my God. Six, 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 So we're going to break down a mixtape, a playlist, and all of his studio albums. So his mixtape, which basically launches, you know, launched his career or whatnot, is so far gone. And the playlist we'll be talking about is more life. Yes, that's considered a playlist and not a studio album. I am very shocked about that, too, but... It's just the way they categorize it. I don't know. So, Vic, we're going to start off with So Far Gone. Let's get it done. Oh, my God. Uh, so Far Gone. What's your favorite track from there? I mean, like, what resonates with you the most? I think the song that resonates with me the most, you know, it's weird, though, when I think about it. Because when I was listening to this, I was probably, like, 10 years old. <laughs> what well, had to be... Had to be Houston, Atlanta, I mean, Vegas. Probably like 13, 12, yeah. 13, 13, yeah. around there, yeah. But for some reason, man, every single time, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, I, I just felt that pain <laughs> for that for that stripper, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just know that the song was about, um, like, a, a stripper who's struggling to get money, and I don't know, it's just like... It's weird when I think about it, how young I was when I first listened to this song. Yeah, it's pretty but... crazy. He breaks it down and says, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. But, like, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Like, he's stuck in three cities, basically. And it's pretty funny. Yeah. No, it is. And I just think that's, you know, that started his whole wave of wordplay. Of just coming up with his own sound. And I thought it was really unique to even come up with something like that. Yeah, you know, because I think it, it's really, this is when people kind of started the the whole singing rap kind of vibe. Because if, if you listen to New in Vegas, it's really kind of like him, like, like humming, like rap, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. And I think at the at that point, we really didn't have a lot of rap like that. Like a lot of rap for like, uh, uh, but this one kind of just like, it was different. This song, this song at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one song that I probably like the most out of that mixtape. And I can disregard Best I Ever Had because that ended up being on his first studio album, Thank Me Later. But that's definitely his number one hit that launched him. But I feel like just him straight rapping would probably be when he rapped over Kanye's beat, Say What's Real. That was a pretty good mm-hmm. one. I like that one a lot. Along with that song. I mean, like, even though it's all Omarion, Umbria's interlude, even though you're all <laughs> yeah. alone. Like, that's a pretty good song, man. 
No, that song's some real heat. You know, I think when I listen to that song, that song reminds me of, for some reason, the whole kind of like second part of the Scorpion album. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, and we'll dive deep into Scorpion in a little bit because that's a two-sided album that I thought was a little too lengthy, but we'll we'll get into that when we get into that. But, yeah, I mean, his first mixtape was definitely a success. It became an EP. It was voted MTV's hottest mixtape of the year in 2009. Uh, Complex um, voted it number five best mixtape album of the decade. Um, and number three best albums of 2009, which is pretty impressive. I mean, that's when Lil Wayne was like owning hip hop at the time. Yeah, and you know what's crazy though is that for the for Drake's career, he's really used kind of the same producers. Like it's still Noah Forty, Boyd the Boy One, yeah, yeah, Just Blaze, Arthur MacArthur. He really hasn't switched up too much. So yeah, that's true. They got something right for sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, what do we got? His first studio album, Thank Me Later. Thank Me Later in this bitch. What's up? Hey. <laughs> I think my favorite song on that album, it's it's got to be, um, I said, tell me what's really going, going on. on. Jersey backup. That one? This thing I'm ready. What's and, happening? Um, Oh, the resistance. A lot of people don't yeah. know about that song, but that song is, is, heat. is heat. Major heat. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of good bars on there because a lot of people just, you know, see him as that R and B duo hybrid hip hop artist. And I think in my opinion, he can really spit when he wants to. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. So Yeah. And I mean I think that whole song, The Resistance, really is like based on how kind of I after his first mixtape, Drake was kind of blowing up. So then he kind of wanted to show off that, you know, he got all this this stuff now and his friends don't have it. Which, you know, I think it's, you know, pretty savage Drake at the, at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't afraid of anything. Yeah. Yeah, like his chorus says it right there and there. I mean, I, I probably know it off the top of my head still. Probably goes, what am I afraid of? This is supposed to be what dreams are made of. Yeah, like yeah, but people I don't have people I don't have have the time to hang with. Always look at me and say the same shit. They said you promised me you would never change. Ooh, damn yeah, we should drop a mixtape, bro. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of letting people know that he's there, and really. Drake coming onto the scene kind of made Kanye West and Jay-Z drop Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. And they got kind of scared a little bit. Not really scared, but they knew that there was finally competition. Yeah, it was and, it was the resistance, you know. And that's what started this whole Drake being on the billboard since 2009. I mean, 10 years, that's crazy longevity. Yeah, that's half half our life. Like, come on. <laughs> hey, this we is the real basically Drake from, OGs, though. Yeah, this is really from sixth grade. All the way to senior year of college. This is kind of ridiculous, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. his level of dominance in the charts. Because mm-hmm. we really saw when he first started, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we we still with him right now. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't know. definitely you know, it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, for my for myself though, I don't. I think my favorite song would have to be. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know that song. You know that song off that beat. Yeah, man, that's a Kanye beat too, and that was a really good, uh, really good song. Yeah. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. I bet if I'm... Did that one have Rihanna in it? No, uh, he didn't start working with Rihanna till uh, that that joint that's called "I'll Take Care of You." So it wasn't really till his second studio album, which is my personal favorite, "Take Care." Oh, my personal favorite too. Our personal. Favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this this album is pretty damn good. I mean, like. Just starting from headlines all the way ranging down to something like The Ride, which is only really on deluxe versions. But The weekend, he kind of put himself on the scene that um, with that song, uh, Crew Love. Mm-hmm. That's some serious heat right there. Um, you know, I think the, the reason this album is some crazy, crazy heat is because it really hits every major topic in everyone's life. Yeah, you know he's he's talking about money, he's talking about his love life, he's talking about being being rich and famous, which we aren't rich and famous, but yeah, you know I think it's it's really the theme of this album from start to to finish, it really has a really good flow because each song kind of is meant to be in that place. Yeah, like even with that song uh, with Birdman, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Like that's a good song, man, about like positivity and growth, kind of like what we've been talking about the past few mm-hmm. uh previous six episodes. And so uh what else? My personal yeah, I mean, favorite look- is Marvin's Room. I mean, like no one can touch oh. that song. No, you can't. It's impossible. What do, what do you think that song means though? Cuz I've always I've always struggled. What's Marvin's Room? Well, that's actually pretty cool that you asked that right now because remember we were talking about it the other day and I had that question as well and we really didn't know it so I had to search it up and um, he actually recorded that song in Marvin Gaye's old studio. So for those who don't know who Marvin Gaye is, he was a jazz slash uh, soul singer back in the 70s who really uh, was more or less a political singer Um Really was against war. He was all about peace. And, you know, I think that's a pretty cool concept because a lot of people won't know that. Mm -hmm. Studio Stain, yeah. And he actually got some controversy for that song because the vocals you hear right in the beginning of the song, apparently those weren't accredited by the same exact girl that Drake had the voicemails from. Or her, you know. So... You know, Drake had to do his thing, uh, battle some lawsuits. I mean, <laughs> but it money. was worth it because it ended up being his biggest hit, arguably, on that album. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I mean, that Marvin's Room and Heifer are my favorite songs off that album. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, I think that Heifer, for, in a, for a fact, is probably the... the only real hype song in this album, I think. Yeah, and the motto, too. Yeah, and the motto. Yeah. You can also think about Drake on this album, you know, resonating to not just one male counterpart, but also the opposite sex of female. I mean, he he attracts both 
genders, man, which is pretty dope. Both sexes, as, as I should say, you know. But here we are, yeah, man. Yeah, because I think, I think one, one song that can really hit both is shot, Take a Shot for Me. Yeah. Yeah. You for know, sure. he's, he talk, he's talking about his exes, you know, romance. Mm-hmm. And the pain that comes with, you know, exes and things like that. Yeah. Especially with that song with um, Lil Wayne and Andre 3000, The Real Her. You must have done this before. This can mm. be your first time. It's a good song, too. Yeah. I mean, take care just as a... Just, I measure a lot of albums due to their body of work and their replayability. And this, I can go back to any day of the week. I honestly don't think there's a song in there that I can get tired of. Yeah, oh yeah, for I, sure. I don't. Like we talking about we there's just too much heat. We talking about cameras. Yeah. We talking about under underground kings. Yeah. Make me proud. Yeah. Good ones go. Mm-hmm. Doing it wrong. That song with Rick Ross, what's that called? I forget. Um Lord Knows. Yeah, Lord Knows. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, buried alive, Kendrick. Like, oh yeah. Take care. We forgot the number one heat. Take care, featuring Rihanna. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of you. Come <laughs> on. We all want to be taken care of. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Even if it's family, friends, anything. Mm-hmm. Man, so what do we have? Number three over here. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. You know, this album really highlights. How I feel because I remember when I used to work in Kmart. Do you remember that picture I took? Yeah, I do remember. Where, that. where I stood in front of like this blue thing and then I took a picture and I put some clouds on it. Yeah. Nothing was the same, man. That, he really bodied this album in terms of hip hop. I know this is my brother Levy's um, favorite one. And you can go and you can, you could pick your poison with this album. Like, just hold on, we're going home. Um, Tuscan Leather, uh, Wu Tang Forever, um, 305 to Pound. My City, uh, The Language, 305 to My City. Too much, Pound Cake. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Come shit. Come through, yeah. The Motion. On Me with Two Chains and Big Sean. Came up, that's on me. Day two, that's on yeah. me for real. <laughs> Wait, did you say worst behavior? Oh, no, I didn't say that one. Wow. Ooh. Worst. <laughs> <laughs> Started from the bottom. Started. Yeah, that's true, man. It's too much. Yeah. What would you say is the overall theme of this album, though? Oh, my God. I mean, that's a good kind of one. Like, like, his, like when he's at his kind of his highest point, you think that's what it is? Like him saying nothing was the same? Uh, yeah, I think he finally knew what it meant like to be a global star. Yeah. You know, he finally like got out of the underground scene officially. Mm-hmm. And which is, you know, true in general. And he just had a different mindset. It's like, you know, he wanted to prove that he can like really rap as well. Because, you know, Take Care was more of a soft album. It didn't really have a lot of hip-hop content. But, like, you know, that song, uh, The Language, I don't know why they've been lying, but your shit is not that inspiring. Like, that's a pretty good song, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Connect. 
Oh, God. That's a good one. There's so many things to pick from. I mean, this is like an album that I haven't personally listened to in a while. But I can always go back to this album as well. Yeah, I think I can say the same. This one isn't as replayable as Take Care. Yeah. But it does have some heat. Yeah, like, you know? like I'm pretty sure it's a part of not the original CD, but the deluxe. Uh, come through, come through. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good one, too. Girl, we got things to do. Yeah. But Tuscan Leather, though, that probably has to be the best one. Yeah, there. bro. He goes into, like, three or four verses without, like, a chorus. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, he goes in on that one, man. Nothing was the same. Facts, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure as you become a global star like that, nothing ever... You can't even go to a supermarket anymore. You can't go to a fucking Starbucks without someone pointing out, Drake, Drake, Drake. And Yeah. And I think it's true what you said, because this, this album being right after Take Care, like, he has songs right here, like his worst behavior, started from the bottom, yeah. furthest thing from perfect. You know, Pound Cake. Mm-hmm. Pound Cake, really, that song, that song is some heat. <laughs> when you want to talk about bars. Yeah. Would you actually say this one's the best in the album? Pound Cake? Pound Cake. Um, Lyrically. I think I listen to it the most because it has Jay-Z in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I did listen to that a lot. And it's got a good beat, too, man. I'm not going to front on that one. Oh, I'm going to listen to all of these tonight, man. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing in my head yeah. on it. So we're going to move into Numero Cuatro, Views. Wow, this is an interesting one because, you know, he had dropped. So this came out in 2016, and... The summer before that, he had dropped back-to-back with the whole Meek Mill disc. Um, He was kind of on fire at that point. But we really didn't... We, how do I say this? I, can't, I keep some of my words here. We really didn't know what type of album we were going to get. Because, no. remember? He dropped in January of that year, all oh, summer 16. Like, we thought it was going to be some crazy hip-hop heat. You know, because... Yeah. I know we're not going to get into this mixtape if you're reading this too late. That was strictly all hip hop. Like, yeah, and that kind of that's what we thought was just going to happen. Yeah. But and then we got oh, we were wrong. <laughs> and then we got uh, one day we got the island vibe. <laughs> we got controller. <laughs> I mean, like some oh. some like some of this music, man. I had endless memories on the dance floor, bro. I mean, I think this album really changed people's perspective onto the island vibes yeah he really got into the whole jamaican you know a lot of people don't like this album though a lot a lot of people don't No, a lot of people a lot don't of people think this is one of his worst and i am not a harsh critic on this album because i did replay this album a lot uh bro summer 16 summer 16 best summer ever yeah man i think that's why mm-hmm. it resonates with me so much this album is because that was my favorite summer it was right after freshman you know, year of college we all back with the boys like for the first time in a grip i just i just remember i don't know which where in merrimack but i just remember at a party you know they played controller and there was just fine little thing <laughs> in front of me 
You know what I'm saying? I won't say nothing else, but man, controller. Yeah. She was controlling me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I always felt with that song. Like, yeah, that's why I think that song resonates so deeply. It's because like there was a lot of drunk nights. Yeah, with this album. (laughs) Yeah, man, it was specifically those hits like "One Dance" and "Controller." Controller, more or less. Too good. Look at me, differently. (laughs) Oh my god! Come on, dude. I can't. Yeah, man, that was a that was an um, emphatic summer. Um, Heck yeah, and the, and the hotline bling, bro. Oh yeah, that's right. You used to call me on my cell. That was more or less like 2015. You know, we listened to that a lot. But oh. 2016, man, that's why this album is so <coughs> so good. Like in terms of just the vibes that we had all that summer, mm-hmm. it was just replaying controller over and over and over again. Oh. And a lot of people wanted Drake to redeem himself, and I think he did, which is um what you call it more life that's not even considered a pseudo album but i always think it's an album for some reason but it's considered a a playlist by october firm and and that mixtape i feel like he goes off just off the first song free smoke bro <laughs> and watch how you speak he, my name you know like that's so good man like he came out like crazy on that song yeah, because this this whole album too, though, or I'm sorry, playlist. <laughs> I actually, it kind of does make sense that it's his playlist because yeah. he has some hip hop, he got some island tunes, he got some singing, and it's a wide variety vibes. of people, man. Like you got like the British rappers, the British singer Georgia Smith. Yeah, you got, you got uh, Skepta, Giggs, Sam Foot. Yeah, like. 4422. A lot of people didn't like that song, but it's actually a really good slow song. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you know, like 44, 22, I don't know, but. What was crazy is that it was crazy back to back, like, you know, Drake songs that resonated so much with us. My favorite song, Blum, off that mixtape or playlist, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. can't have everything, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Seeing all the dogs no. having, acting like some dogs, bro. Yeah, I remember putting that <laughs> that caption on my. I think I used that caption about like eight thousand times. I'm not gonna even front, Too many bro. Times. Like I reposted the same exact picture with the same exact caption. I'm not gonna even lie. <laughs> I loved it. I yeah. loved every second about that. Uh... You know, I think too. Um, let me. Nothing's into somethings. Not a popular song, but decent. Yeah, lyrically, and that beat's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Most heartedly, yeah. Uh, Do not disturb. Last track, pretty good too. Uh, Ice melts. Yeah. Lose you. And then, if you ever want to pump up, you know you you bought a bench, Galchester, bro. Hermes links. Ice blue mink, <laughs> tied on my ribs like I do not know what permanent is. Woo! I like that song a lot, man. So I'd have to go with Blem. Yeah, Blem for the major truth. Yeah, bro. <sighs> See, passion fruits in there too. Oh, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, shout out to David uh, making good spaghetti. You guys are getting a lot of shout outs in this this episode. Hey, yo, that that episode was some heat, dude. They really be analyzing the songs, and I respected that. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I could listen to Drake 24-7 and just be a happy man. 
Oh, for sure, man. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, more life. Willie. Uh, so where do we where do we he- head off from more life? A year later. Drake. The, the very controversial. The Scorpion. The Scorpion. Damn, bro. I remember when this shit dropped, bro. Uh, Honestly, I remember too because I was laying in my dorm room. Yeah, Wait, I remember. Yeah, you, Wait, no. you had gone back to school for the summer. I remember that. Yeah, and I don't know. You know, at first I I didn't like it. I think. Yeah, me neither. Uh because I wasn't liking the singles that were coming out. Yeah. Um, nice for what was good while it lasted, but it didn't have replayability. Um. God's plan was okay, you know. And then when I'm upset came out, I was like, "Damn, Drake, this isn't heat." Was yeah. I think I think this was angry Drake, and he didn't do it right. No, I mean, yeah. like we had this conversation I think a couple months ago that you take a couple songs from side A, a couple songs from side B, you make it an album. It's a great album. Yeah, it's just too much. It's just way too much. Um, You're talking about 25 songs. Come on, yeah, bro. Um, but we're going to break this down. Um, on side A, um, I would definitely have to say, can't would take you a say joke side A in Mob Ties. Is more of like the, more of like the rap part. Yeah. Uh, Mob Ties and Can't Take a Joke, bro. Those are possibly one of the greatest Drake songs. Like ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just facts, those songs. Um, a lot of people. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he said it right there in that first, <laughs> in those first two seconds. I still feel like that song, "That's How You Feel," should have been on side A. Yeah. Yeah, because th- that was angry Drake. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just in the cousin. Like, ways. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Way that you look at all beat, though, the time. If you hear the beat, I get why it's on side B, but it should have been on side A because he's more or less yeah, rapping. Yeah, it's slowed down. It's slowed yeah. down. It's more mellow. Side B, you know, he comes out with Summer Games, Jaded, and um, Finesse. But I'm telling you right now, if you put Survival, Emotionless, Nonstop, Mob Ties, Can't Take a Joke, from side A. You take side B, you put jaded, you put finesse, you put that's how you feel, you put you put mm, March fourteenth and blue, blue tint. And then that's about it. Cause yo, bro, Ratchet Happy Birthday Perfect album. has to be one it's of trash. the worst songs. It may be Drake's worst song he's ever made. It's not even worse for <laughs> you. Yo, bro, what made him I don't know what made him make that song, bro. Angry Drake, man. Yeah. Because how do you go from Ratchet Happy Birthday to going into That's How You Feel? Because that's yeah. how the chronological order works. It goes from Finesse, Ratchet Happy Birthday to That's How You Feel. Like, why is that yeah, in like, the middle? It feels like this album was kind of just like thrown in there. This like, should have been like the, the, the mix of like a playlist, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. At least, because this got everything. At least More Life was more a little more organized. You yeah. knew what you were getting. That's an album. Um, but 
the whole thing with Pusha T, baby thing, that was really funny. I think that's what kind of like when Drake knew that like, damn, I just got being in the rap battle when I more famous to beating Meek Mill in a rap battle. And so, you know, he really had to deliver and he didn't really deliver. That was the thing. I honestly don't even know what to tell you about like a theme for this album. Yeah, it's really weird. Like I really I, He sounds I angry. Know. Like you said, it's yeah. angry Drake. Well, if you look at the editor's notes, it goes, I hate when Drake raps. Drake sings yep. too much. Drake's a pop mm-hmm. artist. I like Drake's older stuff. Mm-hmm. Drake makes music for girls. Drake thinks he's Jamaican. Like he was in his feels in this one. Like to kind of compare it to Kanye's The Life of Pablo. Um, you know, he has a song on there. I oh. missed the old Kanye. I missed the whatever. I mean, yeah. that's that was angry Kanye. Like that was the beginning of really, really angry Kanye going out into the record. You know, as opposed to him being out in the public and interviews and being all crazy with Sway in the morning. You don't got the answers, Sway. And uh, I just think Drake on that album was just really angry. You know, the kid thing yeah. came out too soon. Um, the whole blackface thing came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a bad look for Drake. Messy Drake. Yeah. Mm, that's why I think Mob Ties and Can't Take a Joke is pretty good, man. Like, Mob Ties, I'm sick of these niggas. How some help? Like, I don't know. Yeah. He really got to redeem himself for the summer. Yeah, man. I, that's all. That's all I can say. I mean, he redeemed himself on sickle mode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. But I'm saying on a studio. Yeah, album. just himself. Yeah, because he ended up just himself. he ended up hopping on some features, and it's because there were too many albums that came out all at once. You know, you had to compete with J Cole, Pusha T's Daytona, Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Um, you had to deal with Astro World, you know, like it was dropped at a weird time too. And I get it; <clears throat> he wanted to own the summer anthems. Yeah, so tough. But speaking of songs that he was featured on, you know that Summer Walker, yeah, Girls Need Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think that verse is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, he he's got to do something. I mean, like we said, if the Raptors win the finals, <laughs> you better drop the album that night. I don't even care if it's a Sunday. I don't care if it's a Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know where he's gonna, what angle he's gonna take with this next album. Yeah, because he's been kind of back and forth with this island vibe, with the with the rapping, with the singing. I don't know with the singing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's got to go back to an album where he's following just, you know, just you Drake. Go back to take care, just Drake. Take yeah, care. yeah, yeah. We thought take care vibes were gonna happen on Scorpion, but that didn't really happen. Yeah. Maybe the only thing that was similar to take care was probably like in my feelings or like that's how you feel, you know. That's how you feel is more or less like nothing was the same. I would say. But yeah, sometimes I just want to play some Scorpion. I hop into my whip, turn on my car, plug into my Bluetooth little adapter that I have connected to my phone, and I put, that's how you feel, bro, and that should be hitting on my speakers, man. 
that's how you feel. Uh. Yeah, I just think they should have taken out that Nicki Minaj part, bro. I know it really kills that song. Yeah, because then it just breaks off. Yeah, it really comes, breaks the, the whole. Then he comes back in and he goes in again. Oh, just that part when I'm just in the cuss and sideways way that you're looking all the time. Time, oof. Yeah, when he goes and says, "Um, if I get the I bar correct, I'm trying to remember." Uh, take pictures, post on Insta. And then he says something like, your friends say they miss you, but they don't really miss you. Like, that's yeah. crazy, bro. What? Yeah, your friends say they miss you, but they don't really miss you. Yeah. Ooh. I know you like to drink to the sun up, grind till you come up, work all winter, shine all summer. Like, um, yeah, he's pretty good on that song. Yeah, yeah. And finesse. I want my baby to have your ride. Yeah. Oh. Take care vibes right there, man. Mm-hmm. I really do like that song too. But yeah, like we said, if you were to combine those couple songs and bring it into just one whole album, like 12, 13 songs, perfect. You got a good Drake album. Yeah, probably one, an album that we could replay a lot. But this one just, it's messy. It's a messy album with the 25 songs. With the 25 songs. Yeah, seriously, bro. I mean, he could definitely do better than that. And I think he knows he can do better than that. He was just really yeah. angry. And he got the emotions best. I mean, the emotions got the best of him. So, For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people who worked on that album, too. Like a bunch of producers. So, hey, man. It's Drake. We'll see what happens soon. It's Drake. He hasn't failed us yet. No, know? no. Not so, completely, you know. Not, we not, can't not just completely. say like an album is just like, wow, the album is completely garbage. I don't like a song on it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I'm hyped for it. Hopefully something oh, happens. Man. I'm hyped for this summer. I know, man. Summer tunes have been weak. I know we're diverging from this whole Drake topic right now, but yeah, that Tory Lane song wasn't even that good. I don't know what people are hyping it up about. I know. I honestly, when I heard, when I woke up and listened to it, I was like, I thought he said he had some summer anthem. Bro, he said that. But he had none. <laughs> he said that was gonna be the song of the summer. Like, no, like that shit didn't even get me up and get me moving, bro. Nah, dude, I want to throw up. <laughs> like, shit was gross. Oh man. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it all. Yeah, no transpires hopefully i hope we can only hope yeah <laughs> stay positive stay positive yeah i recently just bought take care the other day um i needed that album for my car most heartedly yeah sometimes it's just having no cd version just it feels better too yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get some guests on the podcast over the next couple of weeks we got some interesting ones coming up too some of my former classmates they want to hop on um i gotta let them know i know you said a couple people you know vic that want to hop on yeah so these next few weeks will be good ones yeah i know especially with the summer swinging in good weather everyone's gonna be more happy (laughs) in a better mood hopefully i get out of my my little sadness yeah vibe yeah We'll see. 
Well, everybody, we hope you uh, you liked our little breakdown of Drake. I know you guys are always slapping Drake, even though you say he's trash. You know, you got a hidden playlist somewhere where there's some Drake in it. Don't front. Oh, of course. everyone does. I don't care no, who you, you are. You can't lie. People, people like people to lie. People like to lie. You know, they be listening to some Drake, bro. Especially when you fade it, like, a little, little tipsy. Drake be smacking. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to us ramble about our homie Drake, everybody. We'll see you on the next one, you guys. Be Later. Easy.